Welcome back to the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast, back for September 18th, and what a great show we had this week. Three artists came on the show, and three great interviews. First up was Jessica Boudreau talking about her upcoming album, No Fury, and her lead single, Televised, that was recently released. Then it was Reggie Bonds talking about his project, Dark Wave. Great interview with him, all about the energy that he has. And then Last Japan, the British hip-hop producer recently released Exhale with Killa P, and he has more music on the way. So, had all those interviews in the most recent episode. First up, here's my conversation with Jessica. How's it going today? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I just got done uh, re-watching your video televised for like the fifth time. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. So, it's really good, really good video. Let's start there. Uh, in your own words, how would you describe that single? Um, different <laughs> than anything else that I've done. Um, I don't know if you, I was, I've had, had, a, I've had a band called Summer Cannibals for the last like six years. Um, that like heavy rock music. Um, and so, yeah, televised is like pretty much like as far away as I could get from that. Um, a drum machine and synths and yeah. very pop melody. Yeah, it has that really pop kind of feel to it. Are you, have you always been mm-hmm. a big a big pop music fan? Oh yeah, that was like when people talk about like like stuff they listened to when they were growing up and it's cool. I'm always like, who was showing this to you? Because I was just listening to like NSYNC and Britney Spears, um, <laughs> like forever. And I really love like Blondie and Madonna and. Um, that's kind of like my go-to music when I'm sad or if I'm going through a rough time or, you know what I mean? Things like that. Like to me, like it can be really healing and so what made you like uplifting. mm -hmm. So what made you at this point in your career say, Hey, I want to go into the more of this direction. Um, a part of it was, I was going through a pretty like emotional year um and i like the way i deal with stuff is that i write music that's just like how i've always been um <clears throat> and i didn't want to like i wasn't angry so like i wasn't connecting to the music that i would usually write like for summer cannibals um and so i decided to just try something different and kind of like channel my sadness into something that felt more uplifting and you know what I mean more lighthearted um and it totally yeah it was like really therapeutic and fun and also for me like I do a lot of like producing and things like that and I it was important for like me as a musician and as an engineer to like force myself to work with different sounds and with different song structures yeah I could tell that you know Maybe the there's a little bit of a pissed off kind of message in this song, but it's it seemed pretty fun for you to when uh, seemed pretty fun for you to make this. I get, I bet. Yeah, it was so fun, and I I wrote it with um, Hutch Harris, who produced the album. Um, he plays in the Thermals, and it was the first song that him and I ever wrote together, and it's the farthest from anything that either of us has ever done, uh, and it was really exciting. It felt like, you know, for both of us, like creatively, it felt like you know, like really breaking new ground just personally mm-hmm. and like, like, yeah, learning how to 
you know, express yourself in a different form. Is this a sound we're going to hear a lot more of on your uh, album, No Fury? I mean, it's like a pop album through and through. Um, This song, like, leans more kind of 80s, like, synth pop. And, you know, a lot of the album, my bandmates in Summer Cannibals actually played on. Um, This song is, like, one of the few that's entirely electronic, aside from, you know, a a bass and a guitar. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, a lot of like some a lot of the songs on the record like ha like feel more like a band playing than this one. But yeah, it's definitely like it's all very pop. <laughs> <laughs> and is 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 that really why you wanted to make this one a solo record? Yeah, yeah. I um and I mean it was just like a really even though so many people who I like collaborate with and work with and the band and just like in music in general helped with it. It was still like a very like personal experience. Um, I spent, you know, close to a year working on it and that's the longest I've ever spent (laughs) on an album. Um, And so, yeah, it just like felt right to just like have this be me. What, what made this process so much longer than other albums? Um, I, I wanted to do it right. (laughs) And, um, I wanted, you know, Hutch and I ended up, I mean, we probably threw out close to 40 songs. Um, that didn't make it onto the record. I just wrote constantly and then like really took the time to edit. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, every song would go through sometimes like up to four drafts, you know, entirely different demos and stuff like that. And I just had never done that before. I'd write a song, band would play it, make little changes, but like, you know, you just go in and record it. Mm. And so for me, like, this was like, you know, I just wanted to kind of be really attentive to the structures and to the sounds. And, you know, the whole process was just like forcing myself to do something different. Mm -hmm. How did you link up with, Uh, Hutch Harris to produce this album I um, I toured playing guitar for the Thermals last year Um, Summer Cannibals was opening for them and I was also I joined them to play rhythm guitar some lead stuff Um, and so I had known them for a couple years before that just from you know we both live in Portland and um he's always been a big supporter and a big fan of summer cannibals and uh yeah he hadn't really produced anything and i like always thought about him as being someone who would be really good at it works really well with people and is just like an incredible songwriter um and so when i showed him the pop stuff he was really excited and you know really wanted to be a part of it how 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 would you describe almost the way you two work together what kind of uh, musician producer kind of uh, relationship is this? How well do you work together? Um, we work super well together. We still, I mean, we wrote you know five songs on the album together, um, and you know still now we're working on songs together. I a lot of times will make a track and he'll write lyrics or you know like different things like that. Um, we seem to balance each other out pretty well in terms of like 
his strengths tend to be my weaker areas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, you know, my strengths tend to be his weaker areas too. And so it's like, yeah, it's a really, really awesome working relationship. Yeah, it's always awesome whenever I talk to musicians, when they find that right producer and the incredible music they can make, it's always awesome as a fan and just someone who likes to listen to music to hear what they can come up with. Yeah, totally. Well, and it's one of those things where I was always very like, you know, I don't need to be produced. Like I, you know, I want to do things on my own, I want to figure it out. But I think, especially when it comes to music, like when you find the right pairing, like four heads are better than one for sure. And, uh, you know, things come up that I would just never think to add or I would never think to take out. And, you know, really like it changes the whole experience. It changes how I look at music. Um, I hadn't really ever found that in like not only a producer, but also just like someone to write music with. It just adds a whole new level to the music when you have multiple people working on each track, I think. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, well, I'm so excited for this album coming out. November 3rd, No Fury, it's your debut solo album. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Big thank you to Jessica, and remember, go check out her brand new single, Televised. Definitely worth the listen, awesome music video along with it. And her debut solo album, No Fury, comes out November 3rd. Next up is Reggie Bonds discussing his project, Dark Wave. So how long have you been working on this? Man, I, I worked on this project, Jackson, maybe about, about, about three weeks. Really? Yeah. What ma- weeks, Go ahead. What made the, the process so quick? Energy, bro. What you just said. What you, what you just said about, you know, thinking like every day is Friday. Or being glad to just be living every day. You know what I mean? Like, just, that's what I put into this project. I know people usually used to my work being, like, you know, more complex and, you know, more lyrical standpoint and, you know, conscious, I should say. But it's, it has all of that in there if you listen to the project. It's not the, the most lyrical. It's not the most, it, it just has a balance. It's, life, is, life is about a balance, man. So that's what made the process go quick. Really just was finding that balance. You know, where to talk about this, how to interject this in there, you know, giving it raw motion, giving it raw energy, and, and, and just having fun at the end of the day. It's music, man. So, you know, we look to just, you know, lead the culture every day, just make as much uh, dope shit as I possibly can, man, as far as creativity-wise, and still have a, a consciousness of everything that I'm creating, everything that I'm, I'm putting down on the, on the uh, Pro Tools or when I record or every cover art that I'm making, every beat that I'm making, I just think about putting my my pure energy in it. From there, it's just, you know, however it comes out, it's going to either be I like it or, you know, right now or, like, I put it away and I maybe like it another day. But that's all it is. It's just, you know, just making music, bro, just having fun. Definitely, definitely. You mentioned, you mentioned I'm making a beat there. I noticed that you co-produced almost half of this project. Yes, sir. What kind of sound were you really going for? Energy, energy. Nikola Tesla. Think of think of Nikola Tesla when you think of this project. It's just like, just just energy, bro. Like I just wanted to, I just wanted to get energy through the through the eight oh eight through the um, through through really everything when you through the mixing of the vocals. Like I wanted it to be energy. I didn't want it to be dull. 
the 808s, from the snares to to the kicks, everything. I wanted it to be. I wanted it to have a little flair, a little fire to it. So uh, was the process we went into with with creating the beats and just even me laying out skeletons of them or uh, my other uh, homie from Rebel Nation Super. You know, he laid out beats and I add to it. It was just like, bro, we just gotta, we gotta, we just gotta make energy. We need to make some energy. Yeah, definitely listening through the project, you, you you feel that energy. You can feel that kind of coming through. I was just listening to Come Alive right before uh, I called you, and you know, right before then, I can get that you know in myself. I can feel that energy and that vibe. Yeah, and that's all we went for. That's that was the main. It was really nothing else. That you know, you could give people words and give people lyrics and you know try to dig in deep into your mind, but this world is built off the of energy, man. Living organisms, living, you know, I, I, I go to school, I study nutritional science. I'm big on just fucking, like, just living, bro. I'm big on just turning up. I'm big on, you know, and, and taking care of yourself. Bro. You know, you can turn up and do all of that stuff and still take care of yourself. You don't need all the shit that people might make you think you need. You know what I mean? If it's fucking liquor or whatever, you know what I mean? You, you don't need all that stuff if you feel you don't need it. You know what I mean? If you feel like you want to have fun or turn up you could do that shit solely off of your human being who you are you know and that's really what this that's what the dark wave was about it was just about actually embracing that wave of being able to understand where we come from you know what i mean dark matter you know what i mean like the world the universe where we come from as humans not as a race or as a color we're talking about human beings we're talking about real life and living people Definitely. I mean, I, I, a lot of the concepts you're talking about are, are really big, and it's awesome to hear hear that. Um, you mentioned some things like going on, you know, uh, stuff that's going on today in the world. How did that inspire you on this project? Really just, I mean, I went through a lot. So for me, it was taking that and being able to channel that into something positive, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't see my dad, I... You know, middle of the street. I didn't see my mom smoke dope. I didn't see you know people get killed. I didn't see you know uh, you know average stuff. Just growing up in the in, in inside of the ghetto, man. Growing up inside of you know the north side of Milwaukee, it was you know it was it wasn't it wasn't pleasing, I should say, but it still made me who I was. So I was able to take that and you know see people lives, you know kids that grow up in the same predicaments that I grew up in. If it's um, Salvation Armies or shelters or boys' homes. And seeing that and knowing that, you know, at one point in time, all I really needed was energy. If somebody was just there to give me some energy, not not make me listen to like, oh, it's the end of the world. Um, I can't make it through. You know what I mean? It's no disrespect to other rappers. Like, I love other rappers who, who bring those things to the forefront, but it's like, let's make it better, though. Like, because we can't change everybody's situation, but we can help everybody's situation. You know what I mean? And they can ultimately change their situation. So it's like, you know, less and less and less be able to give them something or give them a feeling that they need to feel because that's what things do. If it's entertainment, if it's television, and it gives you a feeling. And it doesn't really mostly, most of the time be about the words or be about what people saying. It makes you feel a certain way. Somebody could say something, it don't be like, oh, in their head, they don't be like, oh, yeah, fam, dog said, no, be like, dog on some. BS or, you know what I mean, or, mm-hmm. man, my girlfriend, and she hurt me. You know what I mean? Or so it's a hurt. It's you lost. It's, you got a feeling. So it's like, how can we make a different feeling? 
and that's what you know. The, my music has always really been about. I don't know if you check my last music out, but if you listen to Black Tims or Things Living in the Dark Part One, Part Two, like that's all my music has been about is is, is energy, bringing energy to the forefront. Do you hope that I mean? You know, obviously, I can tell in this conversation you have tons of energy. It's it's getting me up for this Friday. I'm, uh, every every day is a Friday. I love that saying. So, do you hope that you know your music can maybe help somebody who is in a similar situation and provide them with this energy? Just one person, bro. That's it. Just one person. And you give me one person that I can help. You know, and it's day by day. You know, I have people come up to me every day. You know, tell me my music or they love my music. Or I love this. It's every day. Just use it. It's just music is a tool, man. So I don't want. I'm not. I don't want to be. I don't have to be the biggest rapper. I don't have to be the you know the most known. I don't have to be the most lyrical. I don't have to be none of that. Just use it. You know. I go to the gym certain days. You know, or I'm going to class in the morning, and I might need some some jump start. You know what I mean? I don't drink caffeine drinks or you know no energy drinks. So I need I need. Um, I need something that's going to jumpstart my day, and I might put on some somebody, you know, including myself, that's going to give me a jumpstart to the day, you know what I mean, or give me some type of motivation throughout the day. I don't listen to every artist every day, but, you know, or I don't listen to every, uh, I don't listen to one artist all day, you know what I mean? So I, I you know, use certain artists' energy to get through my day. So I just want to be one of those artists, you know, that people got on their plates, and they like, oh, man, I'm going to hit the gym, I'm going to hit the lake and work out or I'm finna, you know what I mean? I'm finna w- whatever, you know what I mean? And use that music for that. It's just a tool. It's like a hammer. And one hammer can't help you build a whole house, but uh, that if you definitely don't have a hammer, it's going to be hard for you to build a house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I heard you mention something in there that where, you know, your goal isn't maybe to be the, the biggest or known rapper. What exactly, and then that's something, you know, unique, especially for hip-hop artists nowadays, what is your goal in making music? Help. Tour. Use me as a tour. Help. That's all I want. Help. All I want to do is just help. Mm-hmm. How, me how, is not. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can go. No, I was going to say that's that's it. Because with me, that's what we lacked growing up was just help. You know what I mean? Just help. People just helping. Not giving everything or not trying to, you know, like be somebody like, oh, I'm going to just change your life. Because you can't, you can't, what's the saying? You can't. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So for me, just to be that helping tool, like for you, to just wake up one morning and be like, man, I'm just going to come alive, bro. I'm just going to, man, anything I see, I'm going to speak it. Anything I want, I'm going to speak it to existence. Or, you know what I mean? Every song on there has a concept that you can kind of apply to your life. You know, if you go down the, the track list of the album, you know, you want to speak it. You want to you want to come alive. You want to, you know what I mean? You want to just wake up and say, hey, man, you want to, yeah, you know I mean, whatever you want to do, you can you can take that project and you can do it. You know what I mean? Like if you want to just understand that, that it's a grind out here. Like every every day is a grind. Every day is not going to be easy. Every day is not going to be, you know. And you might have people who count you out. Like you know, where last song there's like magician themes. It's like you maybe sometimes you feel like you want to disappear. Sometimes you just want to be a magician, just like take me away from all this because it gets to people because of the fact that we are human. So certain emotions we do have and uh, we have a lot of emotions so from there you have to know how to use that emotion definitely um you know obviously this this conversation seems has has uh, gone by so quickly there's so much energy a lot, a lot of I, I love this um but now just going forward following this project what are some of your plans um i mean i'm gonna drop 
drop different types of music. You know what I mean? Like get back next project. Going to be more, you know, towards the, um, towards more of like lyrical. I should say not say lyrical, but it's going to be more like just vibey. You know, more nicer beat, more maybe soulful. You know what I mean? Then I might come back around with maybe a dark wave again or something like that, dark wave two or something. But just forward, just you know, using my emotion to, to help the world, whatever emotion I'm in at the time. I'm not never going to fake an emotion. I'm not the type of artist to just be like, oh, the music industry is going this way, or you a conscious rapper or somebody who, you know, care about what you say on the song that, oh, I can't use that beat or I can't do this. No, I'm going to do whatever I want to do, bro. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was awesome to be able to talk with you, Reggie. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Thank you checking out the, the project, and I hope, you know, people who listen in and, you know, who hear it, you know, that they rock with the project, man, because Rebel Nation here to stay. We just, we just here to turn up and just help, you know what I mean, and just create dope-ass shit, and, you know, from there, we just go take it to the next level. Every time I help people, help other people take it to the next level. Exactly. Well, this will air next Monday. I will get, send you all the details in an email. Um, I'm looking forward. I love this project. Looking forward to anything else you drop. And you're always welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, Jackson. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks again to Reggie. And remember, check out Darkwave. It's out right now. Really awesome project. Has a ton of energy behind it. And last, but certainly not least, is my conversation with Last Japan. We touch on his latest music as well as the hip-hop scene in the UK as a whole. It's really emerging right now. I think this was an awesome conversation to start to talk about how it's finally getting the, the acclaim that it deserves. Here's my conversation with him. So just starting off, how would you describe your latest song, Exhale, with Killer P? Um, so I would say it's got its roots in grime. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a grime track, but I think I try to take influence from... Um, you know, some of this, the, the, the sort of deeper dubstep that was about in the early, um, early 2000s. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just, it's just a, it's just a heavy a bass track, I think. Um, and it's just got that, uh, I think I just wanted to bring that rawness in and, and obviously Killer P's vocals add to that, to that, um, to the rawness and the, the sort of um, gritty sound that it's got. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it's a it's a mixture of quite a few few different genres. I would say dubstep, grime, um, yeah. I could yeah I could definitely hear that, and I noticed that a lot of your, the tracks you, that you've uh, worked on had this very hard hitting and that grime kind of sound. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's. Uh, I mean, you know, I live in London. I live in East London. Um, so and and over the years, that's been a, a big influence on the music that I make. Um, so you know, I, I wouldn't say that I make straight up grime music, but you know that that sort of um, has a heavy uh, impact on on the sounds that I use and and the way that I use those sounds as well in my music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's been a huge scene, and it's finally getting the respect I think that it's deserved in a way. Not to the yeah. inter- not to the international level. I mean, it's getting better. How how do you describe that? How do you how does it feel that you know now you're starting to see you know, UK hip-hop artists uh, get international acclaim? I think it's great. I mean, it's 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 what's needed. I think it's, um, I think, you know, we 
uh, in a way it needs to just um, happen slowly, take its time and mature properly. Um, otherwise, um, you know, th- success like this can sort of come and go really quickly. But I think it's great for the scene and, and the people involved in it. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's helping us massively. Yeah, how, how have you felt that as an as a as a producer where you see like these bigger acts, you know, obviously Stormzy, Skepta, these other these the biggest names in UK hip hop being able to translate now some some way into the United States for you, how has that helped your music in a way? Um, it's weird because I, I'm not sure how it's helped sort of my music in that sense. I mean, I, I know it probably, you know, like doing tracks with people like AJ Tracy and stuff obviously brings awareness and then people who have listened to Stormzy probably go on to AJ Tracy, then find the track that I did with him. So in that sense, it's it's probably helped. But I would say on a whole, um, you know, I think just from when I started, I've always... Um, you know, I've always had sort of interest from the States and, you know, I've always been able to go over and play play shows and stuff. So um, I don't think it's sort of boosted me in any way like that. But I suppose um, exposure in some sense, it's, it's helped with some of the exposure. I could understand that. Um, earlier you, you said that, you know, you take from grime sounds, you take from this uh, the early 2000s dubstep sounds in your latest song, Exhale. Yeah. How would you describe your sound as a producer? Um, I would say, I would, that, that's a really hard question. Um, I definitely don't think I could do it in, in like, you know, two words or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the, the way I just, I mean, generally the way I describe it is, is grime music, but I think I'm making, um, I try and make grime music with that has space and um and and grime music that um almost i don't know i mean i'm in i'm inspired by you know astronomy and and stuff like that so i think that has a massive influence on on the type of on the way that my music sounds um and i think it's got a lot of space i think it's quite dark at times um and I think it, um, I think it's, you know, it, it's sort of got quite a bit of emotion to it in, in places. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's a really hard question to answer that one. Um, I, I mean, it would, I would say it would probably just fall under the category of grime um, or bass music or something like that. But I, you know, it doesn't sort of describe it as well as it, it you know, pigeonholing it in that genre doesn't describe it as well as it, it you know, it could. Yeah, I can understand that. I, it, in, in a way, as I heard you describe that, it kind of almost reminded me of what's going on right now in Atlanta, where a lot of these artists, uh, they, you know, they, they put under the, the umbrella of trap music, even though, mm. you know, maybe a lot of them, they have, they incorporate these other elements that aren't necessarily all just pure trap music, because I wouldn't say yours is pure grime music either, but it has those elements. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a hard place. I mean, it's a good place as well. Um, but you know, I think it, it sort of shows in like, you know, the nights that I play, you know, over here and stuff, I'm not on an all grime lineup. Do you know what I mean? I'm playing with, um, uh, people who play funky and people who, uh, play quite drum heavy tracks. 
Um, so it's you know it, it sort of shows in that sense that it's quite varied uh, the sound that I'm making. But um, but yeah, it, it's it is quite easy to get pigeonholed. But um, I don't know. I don't know what's better. Just you know. I I'm not under I don't know I don't think I'm a fan of like having a, a load of genre names that sort of describe every sort of different sound you know what I mean mm -hmm. Would you just prefer to have no labels at all Uh I think in some ways that probably helps because uh I think some sometimes the issue is um you know people have a perception of grime music depending on uh you know, possibly their background or what sort of music they listen to at the moment. And I think when, you know, if you're describing your music to someone who hasn't heard it and they say, oh, what type of music do you make? And in some cases, the easiest thing that you're going to tell, you can say to them for them to compare it to is grime. Um, you know, they might have a sort of preconception and, and, you know, whether they're into grime, they might be interested in it or whether they think grime's rubbish, they might completely switch off. Um, so yeah, in some cases it might be better if there weren't any any sort of genre labels. Yeah, I could see that. You know where, you know whatever kind of music it is, you, when you pigeonhole an artist into whether it's you know grime or trap music, you would say, well, I'm not a fan of that kind of music. But really, they're able. They've gone out of that space. They've really uh, expanded on that sound. Yeah, exactly. And I find a lot of people have said that in the past, and they they've sort of been like, oh, I don't really listen to grime. And then when they have listened to my music, they sort of say, oh, it's, 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 it's better than I thought it was going to be because they've sort of obviously come to that preconception that I'm just making, um, you know, grime, straight up grime. Yeah, ex exactly. I could, I could understand that. Um, I noticed that your latest single it was released on Circadian Rhythms. Is, yeah. this, is this your label? Yeah, so um, it's a label that um, I co-founded with um, a good friend of mine and producer called Black Wax. Um, we started that as sort of, uh, you know, as a radio show initially. Um, and then we, we sort of um, essentially made a collective, which is myself, um, Luke, um, William, um, who who does all the clothing and everything like that? Jace, who does our web design, our uh, art direction and stuff like that, and and we just sort of brought a collective together. And you know, the sort of aim is to 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 make something a bit different from the norm, and to um, to to collaborate with as many people as possible um, in different areas. You know, we're not just focusing on music, although we're sort of rooted in music. Um, you know, William does the fashion. Um, we're, we're quite heavily into, uh, you know, some of the political aspects or around, um, around the world. And also, you, you know, just um, collaborating with people because we, we sort of feel like there's not as much collaboration as there, there could possibly be and and you know it's every man for themselves when when we could really together be forming something that could help help us all exactly um i, I love i always love an artist get together and make these collectives because there's always really cool projects and well you know what you mentioned not just music all the time whether it's fashion or these other venues there's always these really cool projects that come out of it so i, I like the circadian rhythms yeah it's, it's great and you know what you know what's amazing is that you know if if I was doing it just on my own, obviously the main focus would be the music, 
Um, and it's just so good that, you know, when, when we're doing something, um, you know, whether it is, you know, releasing this, you know, my next white label or, or, or we're doing something else, we've got all those different aspects that come in and say, well, if we're going to put this out on vinyl, that, then let's do some printed artwork with it or, you know, let's, let's do a little collection that goes along with it. Let's tie it into something that's relevant you know, at, in the moment, something that needs to be addressed. Um, so I think, um, you know, with this release cu- coming up, my, my release, and then um, what we're doing next, I think you'll see that, um, th- th- you know, they sort of tie in together and, and the meanings behind them and the, the sort of what we want to get out there is is quite prominent. Exactly. And, you know, when, when you have when you have these situations with these collectives, you know, it allows you to get those creative ideas, allows you to also have different people in a way be responsible for different things so you know maybe you can focus more on your music than you would have if you have if you're doing it by yourself because you wouldn't have to focus on every single aspect if it's released. exactly yeah no definitely definitely agree with that yeah mm. it's um it, it, it massively changes how how you approach stuff and the best part about that i would say is that y- it's not a major label it's not one of those you know one of those big label names so you can still work with anybody you want and work on your own schedule Exactly, yeah, and that's what um, I think. That's what we obviously we want to keep. We, we, you know, we want to we want to make it a, a success and everything. Um, but we we're very sort of keen on 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 you know working with people you know who we've we sort of grown up with playing playing music. You know what I mean? Like on the radio show when we first started back in like 2012 or 13, whenever it was. Um, you know, people we had on the show back then, and and people that who were sending us music and that we liked, and, and and working with those and helping to build some of their careers as well. So yeah, so wait, so you had a radio show back in 2013. That's how this got started. Yeah, so we um, we started Circadian Rhythms in uh, I think it was like winter 2012, um, and it was a radio show on NTS. So we did, um, you know, when we started, we were doing like the the grave shift. I think we started at something like 2 a.m. or something like that, 2 to 4. And we would just, um, it it was at the time that was me and Black Wax. And we would just, um, we would go out clubbing and then go to radio, do the 2 to 4 shift and then go home. Um, and, And, you know, even just sort of the work that we've put into that, helped us move to uh you know we sort of moved up the ranks then you know went from two to four a.m to one to two then 12 to um 12 to two or 12 to one whatever it was and now we're in sort of a prime time slot um eight to ten on thursday so um once a month so yeah it's it's sort of um it's progressed from that into the collective and and you know everyone's involved with um all sides of it so you know, we do the radio show once a month. All of us are down there. We're all DJing. Um, we're sort of, you know, we're just trying to create like a sort of um, a sort of family um, community down there. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an interesting idea. You've seen a, I've seen a couple other, you know, collectives do that. One of them I can think of is LVRN down in Atlanta with artists, you know, now with Black and Rari. These artists have blown up. They do something on yeah. SoundCloud like that. And I mean, you, you would obviously know about OVO Sound Radio on Apple Music. 
So I really yeah. like, I like that idea of that radio show. I think that's I think it's an interesting way for artists to uh, get their name out there and really get something started. Definitely, yeah. And it's just it's a great way to for us to connect with the people that are interested in the collective and and what we're putting out. And you know, I think pretty much every show we're giving away something from the label free. Um, you know, and just we we just want to be connected with people. It's a great place for us to play music that we um you know that we sort of wouldn't necessarily play out a set um we can sort of experiment with the type of music that we're playing um and it's just a good laugh i mean we we primarily do it because we enjoy it and it's fun so that's the main that's the main thing yeah i could imagine that you know it it probably out adds a level of uh connectedness between you and your audience when not only you can play you know at a show your own music that you've produced but then on a radio show, say, you know, I've been listening to this song recently. What do you guys think? Yeah, exactly. And we've got, you know, the NTS have got the chat room set up and people are very active in there when our show's on, which is which is great because, I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing seeing as when we started, no one would be in there. And it was like we were just doing this on our own from like two to four in the morning and then have work the next day. Um so yeah, it's great that we can go on there and people from, you know, so many different places um, in the world, you know, when we do like free giveaways on the show and, and stuff like that, we're sending them all over. So it's great to have that connection with people so far and so wide. Definitely. You'll have, you'll have to send me that information a little bit later. Maybe I'll tune in one day. And give yeah, that a definitely. Listen. That'd be great. Yeah, do it. Um, I also noticed that, you know, speaking of collaborating and working with people, some of the names that you've worked with are some of the most talented uh, artists right now in the UK. AJ Tracy, Trim, Killa P. Yeah. You've really been able to work with some of the, I would say, most really talented MCs in the UK right now. How's that been? That's been great. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, there's, there's a, a, a good sort of, um, there's a good family in, in Grime and everyone's sort of connected in one way or another. Um, so it's not been too difficult to, to, you know, make these collaborations happen. Um, and I think it's just, you know, I think Grimes really sort of matured in the sense that, um, people want to help each other. Now I'm not saying that everyone gets along, but, um, but you know, everyone, it's not like everyone's out for themselves anymore. Um, so that sort of, you know, I can just. I think when we when we first when we first worked with Killer P, it was on our Circadian Rhythms collection, um, and then from there we just you know we did a track and it was just you know we're, we're mates and we can get in the studio and, and work on stuff. So um, and working with Trim was the same. You know, I just hit him up one day and he said to gave me his email to send him some music to, um, and just you know it's sort of built a connection from there. That was. I think the first track I did with Trim was was years ago. So, um, so yeah, it's just a it's just a nice sort of um, uh, connection of people, and everyone's sort of integrated, and you can get to know people, and you know you meet them on nightclubs, clubs, uh, you know, you know nights out, and and everyone's willing to chat and hear what you you've got to say, and and you know be a part of it if that's if that's what's you know that's what you want. Yeah, when a scene gets to the point where you know, people are helping each other and there's that, that collaboration, that's when you really start to see people break through. 
I know I mentioned mm-hmm. that Atlanta scene, but everyone there, they're always on each other's songs. On the flip yeah. side, on the flip side, I, I you know I've heard some stuff, uh, not not really recently, but you know, five ten years ago in Philadelphia, the city you know it's the closest city to me, you know I could hear some stuff where people you know a lot of people were out for themselves and there wasn't a lot of uh, community. Now there is a little bit more of a community, and you see people like Lil Uzi Vert, PNB Rock, and you start to see more artists break through. So once a scene gets to that point where people are helping each other, that's when you really see the artists succeed. Oh, definitely. I mean, if you, it's I suppose it's like with a lot of things. I mean, the only the only I think exception really is is sort of you know business and you're marketing a product and it's the only one of its kind and you don't want anyone else jumping on that bandwagon because you know it's just going to take essentially going to take money out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be that um, community um, aspect of things to 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 help. The, the scene and the music move forward otherwise it just ends up stagnating do you know what I mean and and um, yeah it's, it's 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 I think it's very important yeah because when, when it's bigger than one artist uh, that that's when everybody really is able to take off so that, that's cool to see um, now going forward what are some of your plans so um, I've got uh, so, yeah so Apart, well, uh, I'll t- I'll tell you a few of the plans. So, so we've got um, a release on Circadian Rhythms coming up. Um, another one after after my vinyl's out, um, and then uh, coming up in the new year, I'm working on. Well, I'm I'm pretty much just finishing a, um, a seven to eight track um, sort of EP. I suppose it could be classed as sort of like a mini album, uh, but that's going to be coming under uh, Coyote Records, who I've been releasing with previously. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting that one out because I think that's going to be my first, um, my first sort of big project that I've had out since, um, I think, I think since I did Ride With Us was the last, uh, project on that size. Um, and then just following up after that, just, you know, um, working with more people, Circadian Rhythms are going to have got a few more projects coming out, um, and we're just sort of I just want to build on the releases and get and get things um coming out a bit more regularly than I have been um so yeah I'm just just backing up the releases and and just queuing them in me really and getting them out there well you sound like you have a definitely have a lot of stuff going on I'm looking forward to that project to get a seven eight track or so release from you that'd definitely be awesome uh, obviously you have that radio show with circadian rhythms XL yeah on soundcloud and you are you releasing another track as part of a vinyl for that uh, yeah, so um, the other the track on the on the B side is a track called Teflon. Um, uh, so yeah, that's going to be on there. I think that's been played on a few of the sort of UK radio stations. But I'll, I'll um, yeah, that's going to be out on the B side. I think we're going to sort of premiere that at some point, um, some point soon on SoundCloud or whatever. So you'll be able to listen to that there. Well, certainly it was a pleasure to have you on today, and thank you. No, thank you for having me. Thank you. And um, big up to everyone listening as well. And again, thank you to Last Japan. Remember to go check out all of his stuff. Can't wait to see what he's releasing soon. Exhale was an awesome song. That'll wrap it up for this edition of the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast. Three interviews this week. Got some really good stuff planned for next week. Stay tuned for all the updates for the show, people I'm interviewing, the link for when it comes out. Follow me on Twitter at JacksonNeal20. 
Subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you want to listen to it. The Jack's Neil podcast is in the same feed. That's updated throughout the week as I talk about sports and music issues. A big thank you for listening, and I'll see you all next week.